Welcome to Career Path, a podcast where we meet with professionals in the business and investing world. Like you, we want to gain insight and advice from business leaders regarding their careers, investment choices, and other life recommendations. Through this podcast, we are able to learn what makes these leaders so successful and hear about the challenges they overcame along the way. I invite you to join us while we explore a multitude of industries and talk with people who have already experienced this journey. I'm your host, Tony Harris. Now let's begin our journey. Today, I had a unique opportunity to sit down with Matt Bergstrom, a senior business analyst with the Minnesota Wild. Matt is an experienced business intelligence professional with a proven track record of drawing insights from vast amounts of data and driving incremental revenue. I would now like to welcome Matt to the show to tell us more about his experiences firsthand. Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, pleasure to be here, Tony. Awesome. So can you tell me about your career path and how you ended up as a senior business analyst for the Minnesota Wild? Certainly, yeah. I I went to school. I went to the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul um, and got a degree in finance and econ and from there, I uh, was offered a job in healthcare, um, and so I took it and um, dove into the healthcare space and really enjoyed that. I did work for a consulting firm, Auto Gates, and then I, I worked for UHG, the large health insurer in town here for a little while as well, um, in sort of a, a traditional financial reporting role. Um, but all along, um, was passionate about sports, wanted to get into the industry. And so I, I subscribed to job postings in the industry. And eventually a, a posting came up that resonated with my skill set as a business analyst and with the Minnesota Wild and um, went through the, the hiring process. And somehow they selected me and <laughs> I've been here for, for seven years now. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, I'm curious, what exactly does a business analyst do um, specifically within a sports organization? And along with this, you know, what impact do you leave on the organization? And is that impact, is your work something that, you know, your fans see, the organization, um, the players see, or is this more like internal on the business side? Sure. Yeah. So I, I, I like to describe sports organizations. We, we operate like a small business. So we've got our, our revenue streams like any business, whether it's ticketing, corporate sponsorship, we sell food and beverage at games, we sell merchandise. So a business analyst in my role, I'm, I'm supporting those streams and I'm essentially uh, using data. So extracting data, analyzing data, visualizing data, presenting data um, to various stakeholders across the business. And trying to help them make informed action um, on their business units and ultimately trying to drive revenue, trying to drive incremental revenue. Um, so that's, that's at a high level what um, my responsibilities are. Um, uh, it's more specifically that, that relates to things like um, strategizing around ticket sales campaigns and retention campaigns for our season ticket members evaluating our marketing to make sure our, our marketing is being tracked and we're, we're efficient and effective with that marketing spend. As far as 
the second part of your question there is, is who it impacts. Um, I, I really do believe our, our work is about um, filling a, a stadium, filling hockey games, filling the Excel Energy Center, um, providing a world-class experience for our fans. And so um, that's ultimately what, what we're all seeking and striving for. Um, so, so it eventually gets to that level. That's awesome. And I, you know, I'm biased here, but you're definitely doing it for the best team with the best fans. So <laughs> the way, that experience is unlike any other. Um, I, you know, I'm curious, kind of two follow-up questions here. One, how has COVID impacted your job in the past year? And two, this is kind of a general sports question. What does the team's performance do to your role? How does it change year to year? Sure. Yeah. Well, well, the- as you can imagine, COVID has had a substantial impact on our industry, live sports, yeah. uh, live events. And so it's been very tough on the business, frankly. Um, we've, as an organization, we've been working from home for the last over a year, um, getting yeah. our work done that way. Um, fortunately, to the point now where we're welcoming back some fans, which is really exciting for yes. us the players every, everybody wants it so yeah um so that's been really exciting um but it's really allowed us to kind of reevaluate our, our entire business model so to speak and, and think about new ways to drive revenue if we can't have mm-hmm. nineteen thousand people in a stadium how can we continue the business and mm-hmm. be innovative um and so I think we, we always talk about internally about coming out of this better than we went into it. And so mm-hmm. we've been really trying to be creative and think about our current revenue streams and how those can be enhanced, but also think beyond that um, to, to what we can do to continue to engage with our fan base um, and ultimately uh, drive people to the Minnesota Wild brand. For sure. And, you know, this year has been, crazy for the wild they've had some amazing games some amazing comebacks and already clinched in the playoffs um you know they've seen a lot of success this year how will you work to capitalize on their success this year for next year in terms of you know those season ticket holders um you know sales through you know all your merchandise and really getting the stadium full again how how will that look for you right yeah totally yeah we've got to capitalize on on team performance to, to second half of your last question, team performance matters a lot. I mean, our, our jobs are really important, um, but it's a lot easier to sell tickets, sell merchandise when, when the team is <laughs> doing really, really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. We're not taking our foot off the, the gas pedal here as, as we go into um, a playoff season where the team's playing really exciting um, hockey and fans are really engaging at levels we haven't seen mm-hmm. in the past. So um, we're still uh, full throttle ahead, trying to continue to engage with people, um, bring people into the fold um, with, with ticket products, for instance, or mm-hmm. continue our marketing efforts with, with retail, um, continuing to, to learn about our fans more and more and create products that align with the market demand. For sure. No, that, I think that's spot on. And the market demand seems to always be changing. So I'm sure that's one of those challenges. Totally. Um, you know, going back to your experience, did you know that you, you know, you mentioned that you were always interested in sports. Did you, did you know for sure that you wanted to work for a professional sports organization? And, you know, along with that, did you know that you wanted to be a business analyst? 
So working in the professional sports industry, I think was a dream. Um, okay. I was, uh, I didn't know, um, that I would get to this point, quite frankly, I, yeah. I had wanted it. And I recall being a senior in college and thinking about how cool that would be. And, um, looking at, you know, sports teams in town on the web pages mm-hmm. to see if there's any applicable jobs, um, and, and thinking about it, but, um, I really didn't know I, I had a strong desire to get into this position. And so I subscribed to job postings in the sports industry and, and would follow along there. Um, the thing about jobs in sports is that um, there's a lot of jobs in sales. I mean, sports teams will always need to be selling tickets. And yes. so to find something that was more suitable for my skill set, I'm, I'm, I love salespeople. They do a tremendous job for organization for a ton of organizations, but that's not my strong suit. And so to find something in analytics, um, I'm a numbers person, uh, finance background, obviously. So to find a role that fit that skill set was, was incredible. And so um, it was really a perfect match when this position with the wild came open and um knowing who I was and what my skill set was to be able to, to slide in and uh, continue to, to build out our analytics group and uh, further the business from that side um, was very fortunate. And then I guess to your other point about being a business analyst, I, I had uh, contemplated a few different finance paths when I was in college, whether it was investments and being mm-hmm. a personal, personal advisor or equity research, um, something to that. Uh, line of work or uh, corporate finance. Um, and I, I really, like I mentioned, I, I got a job offer, I think just a couple of weeks before I graduated and I was wow. so thankful and excited. And um, it was in healthcare, which was great. Healthcare is an awesome industry. And uh, I learned a ton, um, but uh, working in sort of this business analytics role has really opened my eyes to the breadth of our entire business. And I've gotten mm. exposure across all these different revenue streams. Um, and so while I'm using still modeling skills and analytical skills, um, it's kind of uh, moved sort of beyond maybe a traditional financial analyst path. And, um, and it's, I found it to be work that I really enjoy. For sure. And how long would you say it took you to to really figure out what you enjoy? Because I think that's something that a lot of you know graduates coming out of college go, I don't necessarily love my job, or I maybe this wasn't what I thought it was. How long did it take you to really like settle down and find that that path that you were looking to be in? Sure. Yeah. Good. Good points. Good question. Um, I think it, honestly, it does take experience in, in different roles and you're going to have to maybe do some things and, and learn for yourself what, what makes sense and what you're interested in. Um, for me, I found that um, I wasn't necessarily looking to get out of the healthcare industry. I, I mean, it's a complex, ever, ever-changing industry. And so it, I quite frankly enjoyed it. Um, but it was just this opportunity in sports that really, really drew me to it. And so um, I think being then in my role and understanding what this business is like and, and how I can impact it with my skills, um, it's really evolved into getting to work, for instance, beyond tickets. Our tickets are our, our largest revenue generator. So that's where I focus a lot of my time. Um, 
mm-hmm. start, and I still do, but to move beyond that and to help other revenue streams has been really fun. And, and I just enjoy a little bit of variety in my work too. So I think it, um, all my experience is valuable. All anybody's experience is going to be valuable in helping that, but it probably took, took a few years to really understand that about myself. That's, that's cool. That's good to know. Um, you know, for, for those that are looking, you know, coming out of college or young in their, um, careers and that are looking to join professional sports organizations on the business side, what recommendations would you give them? You know, what should they be studying? What should they be doing? And then, you know, the other part for those looking more specifically to become business analysts, what suggestions do you have for them? Sure. Yeah. Anyone trying to get into sports, I always recommend following uh, or subscribing to job postings on Teamwork Online. It's called, it's uh, essentially a job board for all jobs in sports. So all, all sports teams use it. We use it heavily. Um, jump on there. You'll find a ton of different jobs in the sports industry. Um, beyond that, I think um, another thing I really recommend is, is reaching out to people in, in the industry you want, in the companies you want, in a job title that sounds good. So scouring LinkedIn and finding people who have interesting job titles um, yes. and asking them for 15, 30 minutes of their time. I think it's, um, I think back when I was a senior in college and that would have been like a huge ask of me. I'm a more reserved introverted guy. So it takes a little courage maybe, but it's hugely beneficial for a couple of reasons. One, you, you get to learn about what a job is. Um, even if it's just half hour of someone's time, they can kind of, shed more light on what that industry or what that career path might look like. Uh, But two, you make a connection and connections are incredibly important in in the professional world. And so I think I encourage anybody to to try to do that um, and and just try to meet people and learn more and and fields to study. Um, I think, you know, a lot of, I've seen a lot of different backgrounds in sports, quite frankly, Um, as far as analytics go, I have finance econ background. Another analyst in our organization has a master's in statistics. Um, it's usually, I, I've seen now folks with, there's analytics degrees now, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool what sort of this, this uh, field has done. But um, I see a lot of different backgrounds. But just being able to um, have some good foundational skills in, 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 qualitative or quantitative um, techniques, I think is really important. Um, I think the biggest thing as a business analyst or an analyst in general is to be a really good storyteller. I think it's, it's, it's really important to be able to communicate what, what data means. Oftentimes I'm working with people who aren't as numbers or data savvy. Um, So you need to be able to interpret the data, but also tell the story of the data to, to someone who may not um, be as well versed in it. Uh, so I think that's a huge skill set that, that everyone should focus on as well. Numbers can go over a lot of people's heads and simplifying it is, is definitely a skill. Um, right. Yeah. So if you could go back and talk with yourself, you know, you mentioned your senior year a lot, talking about the different opportunities and um, you know, sometimes can be very stressful. 
if you could go back to that time when you were starting your career, what piece of advice would you give yourself or wish that someone had said to you? Yeah, good question. I, I think it was very stressful senior year. I think the first piece of advice would just be to relax. Everything is going to work out. Um, you know, it, it is a very exciting time in, in, in an individual's life yeah. going, you know, taking that next step and joining the, the workforce, starting your professional career. Uh, but it's also stressful. As I mentioned, I think I found my job, you know, just a couple of weeks after grad- <laughs> before graduation. And uh, uh, so that was uh, a, a good, um, you know, relaxation point then. But mm-hmm. um, I think just, you know, keeping in mind that everything's going to work out. Um, you might not, maybe you don't get a job right away, or it's not the exact job you want, or it's not with the exact um, company you want. But but everything works out. And I think some of the best advice that I received was when I joined the workforce, started my professional career to just be a sponge and absorb as much as you can um, learn as much as you can take in experiences offer, you know, to pitch in anywhere, get exposure to other areas within the, the organization, meet a bunch of people, um, but just try to absorb as much as you can. And, um, not get too stressed about things and not think that your first job out of college is going to be where you're going to, to be in, you know, 30 years. Um, things, things will work out um, as you continue to learn more, as you continue to meet people. Um, you can, you know, move, move about a company, move about an industry, move out of an industry. Um, so I think, you know, some of that would be, uh, the best advice I could give and, and just try to um, pitch in wherever you can within an organization and um, be looking for ways to add value to your team or your organization beyond just maybe your, your core responsibilities or what your, your job description says on paper. That's awesome. Add value, relax, and be a sponge. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Good way to summarize it, Tony. Yeah. Um, so my last question Possibly the most important question. Um, is this the Wilds year that they're going to bring home the cup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I might be biased, but I think so. Um, I, I'm with you there. <laughs> it's I think, been a fun year. It's been a yes, really fun year. Has. Some exciting players. Obviously, our organization is thrilled about how things are going. And um, we're, we're entering the playoffs here very shortly. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, that's that's the organization's goal. That's the player's goal every year. Um, that's what we're striving towards every year. And wouldn't it be so cool for this state and our fan base if, if that was the end result this year? It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah, I, I really hope so, especially as a big Minnesota Wild fan. So I'm, we'll be watching the game tonight and watching all the games coming up in the playoffs here and cheering hard. So Fantastic. Um, I'm right there with you. Awesome. Well, Matt, I really appreciate you being on the podcast today and um, just sharing all your insight and all your experience. It, it really means a lot, and I know a lot of people will appreciate all the advice that you gave today. So thank you very much. My pleasure, Tony. Great to chat with you. I would like to thank Matt again for coming on the show today and sharing all of his experiences with us firsthand. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you or someone you know would like to join me on the show to share your experience, please email me at tony-harris at bethel.edu. I'm your host, Tony Harris, and thank you for listening to Career Path.